Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Was a tumultuous day for Roger Federer fans at day two of the 2021 Wimbledon. Now, ultimately, they're able to breathe a sigh of relief. Federer managing to escape from his first round matchup with Adrian Manorino. Manorino forced to withdraw after the first point of the fifth set. He had slipped at the end of the fourth and just physically not able to continue. So it goes down as a 6-4-6-7-3-6-6-2 victory for Roger Federer. You look for Fed. It was only his ninth match in the last 52 weeks on tour. It showed the rust was frequent. And look, his, his timing was off. There were a lot of shanked forehands, a lot of missed returns. You look over the course of this match, that fourth set ends up being pretty lopsided. But prior to that set, Federer was only able to break Manorino one time. That was the break he got in the first set. Now, he did make a high percentage of his first serves in this match. He's over 60% on that. When he was making first serves, he was having success on his first serve points, winning over 70% of that. And certainly, those are good numbers for for him, but you look at the overall scheme, and I know fewer than 10 matches is a small sample size, but right now, Roger Federer's break percentage is 19.7%. That's the lowest percentage, of, uh, excuse me, 16.7%. That is the lowest percentage of his career, and only the second time in his career, his break percentage, how frequently he's breaking opponents per match, is under 20%. The last time it was under 20%. 2000. Now, the fact that it's 21 years of difference between the last time he was under 20% and now speaks to the greatness of Roger Federer, but it's also very evident if you watch him play. He's going for broke on a lot of his returns, and quite frankly, his reaction time, his first step out to that ball, his first step recovering from a return, covering his opponent's plus one shot, it's just not as quick as it once was, and as such, he has to be a little bit more aggressive with his returns, and that aggression leads to a few more errors being produced, but what was so telling for Roger Federer, the fact that he drops that second set 6-7, the fact that he drops that second set 6-3, he immediately comes out in set number four for breaks Manorino right away, able to hold on to that break the rest of the way, earn another one later on in the set. That is, you know, a positive note if you're a Roger Federer fan. And obviously the big story coming into this Wimbledon, big picture for the men's tennis world. Novak Djokovic has a chance to tie both Federer and Nadal with 20 major victories if he captures this Wimbledon title. And look, certainly I know Nadal lost this French Open, but if you're telling me he's got one, maybe even two more singles titles at Roland Garros in him, I think we'd all believe that. We all obviously, Novak Djokovic, uh, not just the favorite to win this Wimbledon, but to win the U.S. Open this year, to win the Australian Open probably next year as well. 20 seems like a floor for both of those guys. The question for Roger Federer, is 20 the ceiling? If it's going to happen, number 21, it's probably got to be at Wimbledon. Certainly, this has been the best set surface for him over his career. He's won more Wimbledons than any men's player in the Open era. Uh, 
his success, his game style best amplified on this surface, his precision, his aggression, his comfort level uh, moving forward, his, you know, his hands, his ability to play short angle, his ability to play slice, his ability to keep that ball low, incorporate the drop shots as well, his touch. Uh, it, it looks most beautiful on a grass court, but the fact that Adrian Manorino, whose best surface is also grass, it's worth noting across the three surfaces in ATP level matches, the only surface Manorino has a win uh, career win percentage over 500 on is a grass court it's noticeable that a guy who doesn't have huge weapons in Adrian Manorino was able to make Federer this uncomfortable. And I think the game plan Manorino came up with is very replicable for other players. Now, it helps for Manorino to be a lefty. A lefty into a one-handed backhand is always going to cause difficulties. But, you know, for Manorino, it was the way he moved the ball around the court. No, you know, never did two or never more than three balls, really. But I would say most often than not, it was two balls go in the same direction. And he would get Federer stretched in the outer thirds. He would throw slice at him and throw, you know, just deep balls low into that backhand corner, serve after serve into that backhand corner. And of course, that's something Roger Federer's dealt with his entire career, but he doesn't have the physical tools to respond in the way he once did. And again, I mentioned that number. His break percentage is the lowest it's been in his career and the first time it's under 20% since the 2000 season. His win percentage on second serve points, his return points won in general. Those are all lowest numbers since his 2000 season. That's concerning. And again, fewer than 10 matches is a small sample size. But you look at those 10 matches, you know, he was he loses to Bashosvili. He loses to Andahar in three sets. He beats Dan Evans in three sets. He beats Chilich in four. He beats Kopfer in five. He, you know, beats Ivashka six in five in Hala in the warm-up event before losing in three to FAA. Roger Federer's playing tight matches the rest of the way, folks. Tiebreakers are going to be at a uh, key for him. They're going to be at a premium. That's what he's shooting for in a lot of these sets, particularly as the servers get better and better. Certainly today in his matchup against Manorino, he had some opportunities to attack on serve that perhaps he won't as he progresses through the draw. But, you know, again, then you look at this draw for Roger Federer outside of Novak Djokovic. Are you particularly scared of anyone in his section? You look for him now he's got Richard Gasquet. That's a match we've seen Federer win a million times. After that, it's potentially a Cam Nori or a Luca Pui, and certainly Nori physically has the sort of weapons, and he's a lefty to stretch Federer. So on paper, that's an interesting one, but who can justifiably, if you go to a casual tennis fan and say, hey, I'm taking Cam Nori over Roger Federer, they'll laugh you out of the room. And so there is that element to it. Of course, Cam Nori, home crowd, former college tennis number one. We here at Cracked Rackets know better than to laugh you out of the room. But the point being, this was a big one for Roger Federer to escape. And that's what he did. He escaped. He didn't play his best tennis, but he managed to get through the match. And ultimately, when you make a run to a championship, that's what you're going to have to do. He gets the mulligan. Again, it's early to use it in round one. Competition's only getting better from here, but hopefully the Roger Federer we see gets better from here as well. He manages to escape four sets, 6-4, retirement victory over Adrian Manorino. 
Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. 